She was the enemy in the camp, a spy who conspired with the Israelites to destroy her city, Jericho. But she did it for the love of her family, not for her own selfish gain. Her name is Rahab, a prostitute through whose bloodline was descended Jesus, the Son of God. She was a bad girl transformed from harlot to hero and became known as a woman of faith in the New Testament. In this series, Bible Bad Girls Gone Good, we are expounding on truths and destroying myths about so-called bad girls of the Bible who, like Rahab, became godly women memorialized in Holy Scripture. This is Stephanie Wright. Thank you for joining us today. Let's get started. Last week we talked about Rahab. In chapter 2 of Joshua, last week we studied and we talked about the two spies who were sent to Joshua to spy out the land around Jericho. And these two spies actually went into Jericho. They came to the house of Rahab, a woman who we believe also was, well, she was a prostitute, but she was a businesswoman. The scripture says that the spies come to Rahab's house. So the king sent soldiers to find them. Rahab lied and said the spies had left the city, but she had in fact hid them on the roof. And you can read all of this in Joshua chapter 2, and we're also going to be going to Joshua chapter 6. So Rahab lied, she hid the spies under the flax, and we believe flax was a product that was used to make clothes, and we believe people would stop at Rahab's house for many things apparently, but we also believe that she sold clothing. Thus the reason for the flax where she hid the spies. Rahab was so knowledgeable. She was knowledgeable about what went on concerning the victories of the Israelites because many travelers told her about the Israelites and their victories and conquests. So when the spies came to Rahab's house, she asked the spies, to show her kindness because she knew that what based on what she had heard, she knew that trouble was coming. And so she asked those spies, she said, show her kindness, show her father's house kindness, save her mothers, save her brothers, her sisters. And all that they have was saved and they were delivered from death. The spies agreed to help her. They told her, Behold, when we come into the land, you shall bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, and you shall bring your father and your mother and your brothers and all of your household, father's household, home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head, and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. And if thou utter this our business, we will not we will not be responsible. Okay, if you tell that we've been here, we're not responsible. So she asked them to help her and they gave her instruction on what to do. And this is what Rahab said after she received the instruction. And she said, According unto your words, so be it. And she sent them away and they departed. And she bound the scarlet line in the window. So this brings us to the title of today's message. 
The title of today's message is Enemy in the Camp. So this woman Rahab sought to save her whole family. She risked her life hiding these spies. All that was in her household was saved. The spies accepted the offer she made and at that point they were in agreement. And also at that point Rahab became one of them. She was now a spy. She was now the enemy in Jericho's camp. She was an enemy in her own people's camp. So on the outside of Jericho, the Israelites, they were following their instructions from God through Joshua. And on the inside of the wall, on the inside of Jericho, on the inside of the enemy camp, Rahab was following her instructions that were given to her from the Israelites. Jericho was going to fall because God said it would fall. Let's look at Joshua 6 verses 1 and 2. It says, now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. Nobody went out and nobody came in. They knew the Israelites were coming. So they had that city shut down. They felt they were secure. Their walls were tight. Nobody was going to get through those walls. Verse 2 in chapter 6. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, given into your hands Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. Let's go back to Rahab. One person in the city, the woman Rahab, who was obedient to what she was told to do. We need to see the role this woman played. In the book of James in the New Testament, chapter 2 and verse 25, it says, Likewise, also, was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way? Justification was on the inside of Jericho people. Justification simply means to make one right with God. The wall had to come down because God's justification and righteousness was on the inside. And God's power through simple obedience by the Israelites was on the outside. And even though Rahab had not yet been fully converted, God saw enough in her to see that which was to be. She was an enemy to Jericho, but to the Israelites, she was a comrade. She was an accomplice. She was a fellow spy. She was a collaborator. She was a confederate. She was Israel's female 007007. Amen, amen, amen. So let me back up. Let me back up with what I'm saying about taking a city with a modern day testimony. We were in Bible study on a Wednesday night in 2002, the year 2002. Amen. And there was a sniper out in D.C. Ten people were killed by this sniper. Some of you may remember it. Two people were injured. While we were teaching Bible study on that night, Apostle Charles and I would teach together and on that night I was teaching and I know it was the Holy Ghost who spoke through me but I believed what I said I was scheduled to go to DC around the time of those sniping incidents I stood flat 
footed while teaching that Bible study, and I told the class, when my foot hits Washington, D.C., they will find the sniper. Let me tell you something. When I hit Washington, D.C., when I got off that plane, it was in a couple of days they found the sniper and the accomplice. Not only did they find the sniper, we realized, because I was staying with a girlfriend at the time, the main perpetrator, I believe his wife, lived somewhere near where my girlfriend's house was. So what I'm saying is, it only takes one person to believe to bring down a city. It only takes one. And then I think about my sister-in-law. She told me years ago that God had told her to go to Africa. And she didn't really want to go. But I'm not sure if I'm getting this right, but she said, why can't I just send money? But God said, no, you've got to go. Your foot has to touch that ground. You see, when God tells us to go, sometimes we don't want to. He will tell us to go to places we may not want to go. And I'm not saying that you necessarily have to, you know, hop on a plane and go to some foreign country. Sometimes God is just telling you to go across the street and be kind to somebody. But if God says to go, God says your foot has to be in that place, then that's what you have to do. You must be obedient to God and you must be obedient to what he tells you to do, tells us to do. I have another friend. She wanted the Lord to use her, to send her. And then finally the opportunity came to go to Africa and uh, she called me. There was a little concern in her voice. But I told her, I reminded her, I said, you told God you wanted him to send you to the nations. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, amen. Here it is, girl. So when he calls you, don't be fearful. If God calls you, don't, don't call yourself. Don't send yourself because you're asking for trouble then. You must be led of God, when you, especially when you're talking about going to these foreign countries. Amen. You must be led of God. So when I said it only takes one and Rahab was that one on the inside. They only had one on the inside. That's all it takes is one. Jesus plus one is a majority. Rahab followed through. She was a good spy. She did not even have to go anywhere. She just had to follow instructions. If God is going to use you, you have to follow instructions. The spies told her Listen, when we get here, when we get to Jericho, you've got a couple of things to do. You have to drop the scarlet thread and you've got to keep yourself and your family inside that house. Because if you stay in the covering, if you stay under the covering, if you stay under the shadow, if you stay under the shadow of the Almighty, you will be protected. He will cover you. If you cover yourself in the Holy Ghost, if you cover yourself with a breastplate of righteousness, your head covered with the helmet of salvation and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In other words, if you cover yourself with the whole armor of God, if you do that, if you keep that instruction, then you will not have to worry about blood being shed. This is what the spies told her. Follow instructions and you won't have to worry about anyone's life being lost. Follow instructions. Amen. There will be no bloodshed. There does not have to be bloodshed because Jesus already shed his blood for all of us. When Jesus shed his blood. That was all that was needed. The blood of Jesus. Amen. So let me ask you this. Tell me today, what city do you need to take? I'm not speaking literally, but maybe I am. 
Maybe there is a city you feel like you need to take. What stronghold? What is your Jericho that has to fall? What is the enemy telling you that you ain't going to do? That you can't set aside? What weights do you need to set aside? I think we all have something. Amen. If so, is there an enemy in your camp? I don't mean a good enemy like Rahab. I am talking about enemies in your camp that want to keep you from your victories in your walk in the kingdom. Do you know who your worst enemy is sometimes? Yes, you do. Sometimes it's you. I am my own worst enemy. But God has given us everything we need to destroy the Jerichos that try to so easily beset us. We just have to listen, hear, and be obedient. We just have to submit ourselves to God. We just have to do what he tells us to do. It's time to break down these walls in our lives and in the lives of our loved ones. Just do what God has called you to do and told you to do. You cannot wait. We cannot always wait for the pastor, for the prayer line leader to tell us to fast, to tell us to sacrifice, to tell us to give up things that we like the most. And I will say it again. What you have to do is you have to listen and be obedient to God. So people, it's time to take an assessment. Ask, ask yourself, why? Why are my Jerichos not coming down? Enemy in the camp. Everybody that's in your camp doesn't need to be in your camp. But somebody <laughs> that's listening to this message today, you got some enemies in your camp and you need to get them out. <laughs> okay? Amen. So we thank God for his word today. Thank you for joining us today for the conclusion of our study on Rahab, another Bible bad girl gone good. See you next time.